0: Welcome to America's Top Rebbitzins. May this class be for Rafu Shalema for Tsiona Tehila, ba Yehudit and also for Lear Tovia Ben Haya Ashna. I'm so happy to have on today's show, Rebitson Daniela Rudolph. Rebitson Daniela is the marriage architect, helping Jewish singles of all ages, religious and secular, meet and marry the right person. And she also educates married couples as well to enhance their relationships. Thank you so much for being here. I love the term marriage architect. Please tell us more about yourself and what you do. It's a godsend, that's for sure, the name, you know, like when
1: you're like branding. So I became a marriage educator through Yeshiva University training. Um, That means Kala teaching and marriage education. And I was, I'm a Jewish educator from the States. I taught uh, for 10 years in Jewish day schools. And um, when I came to Israel, I you know, it's a cute story. My two of my sisters in law are like, you should become a college teacher. And I'm like, what, college teacher? <laughs> so I wasn't ready for it. About six months later, I said to my husband, okay, today I'm going to look for a program uh, to teach college teaching and, you know, positive Jewish education. That's who I am. Um, so I turned on my computer and in my inbox, it says, Yeshiva University, where I went to school, Stern and Azraeli, college teaching program starting this week. And I was like, what? You're not going to believe this. You know, said to my husband, he's like, yeah, yeah, he's used to these things with me. (laughs) So I click on it thinking it's probably in Stern. And that was before the zoom days, you know? So I was like, Oh no, how am I going to do this? I'll have to figure it out. Um, and 2009. And, uh, so I click on it and it was actually in Yerushalayim. And I live in Beit Shemesh. We made Aliyah to Beit Shemesh 16 years ago. And in 2005 and, I started going the next day. Like, I registered immediately. I, I didn't even know what I was signing up for. In fact, I get there. I have this awesome class with Leora, Leora Bednar, she's Kala teaching. And then we're about to leave. I thought I was about to leave. And then there was another course. And another course, maham Pua came to teach women's health issues and the framework of halacha. And then I have a course with all these different professionals. So I got so much amazing education. I loved it. It was amazing. And I'm creating this curriculum for the Kala. Like, I'm getting teachers so much, not just the, the halachot, of course, but then all these other things I was teaching, I uh, was learning marriage therapists, sex therapists, the prevention, wow. uh, psychologists, OBGYN, you name it. They came in, they taught their fields. It was wonderful. So I'm thinking we need to teach this to women, right? Like this for, for the, and then I realized January time, there was something going on in my mind, like, uh Oh, I'm having a problem here. There's going to be a problem. What's the problem. She's going to know so much. What is he learning? he might be learning a lot. He might be learning the same. He might be learning less. So then what happens to the couple, right? So in my head, I want want to make this awesome couple, right? Like, so this happy dating couple, I like to say, I want them to continue to be a happy dating married couple. And so if there's going to be an, God forbid, an imbalance in the relationship, she might be seeing that he, like, what does he know? Like, why doesn't he know this? Why doesn't he know that? And that could be an issue. So I decided I want to go, teach them something together. And often, of course, the, the man usually goes to to his rabbi to learn, uh, you know, and she goes to her college teacher. So what can I teach them together? So I went back and learned courses about communication skills and relationship building skills that I could teach the couple together. And so then I felt very good about that. That's so important to 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 teach a couple together. Very, very important. Yes. 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 So I teach the Kala and then the couple came together before the wedding and after the wedding so that it would be that as an engaged couple and then as a newly married couple within the first three months. Phenomenal. Okay. Phenomenal results also. So I call that marriage architect, designing marriages with education. So smart. So smart. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And and it all came with the logo. I bought the logo. So I was figuring, you know, I saw it. I'm like, that's it. Marriage architect. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like a little uh, blueprint there with an engagement ring or a wedding band on it. It's very cute. So, um, yeah, and I didn't realize what would happen. Uh, about three years later, singles, or I'd like to say people who want to get married, started coming to meet with me. And I was like, what's going on? I didn't understand. To me, I'm the marriage educator, right? And Hashem had something else in mind for me. Um, and it ca- happened over a process of, I would say, nine months. I would sit with each person, they would come to meet with me an hour and a half. Now everyone's saying, oh yeah, I do that. Maybe, maybe somebody like knows their friend and they get to know them well enough. And that's, that's amazing. It's wonderful what everybody puts into it, but this would happen again and again and again, every single day, people are coming about a hundred people in nine months. I met with for around an hour and a half to two hours and getting to know them well enough to set them up. And that's when I realized, You know, we had, i had a line in the sand where I needed to make this either my profession or to go out and get a job. And that's when I decided, okay, there's clearly a need for it. People keep coming till today. Like there's clearly something word of mouth. I don't advertise except, you know, when things are a natural ad, you know, like when I post on Facebook that I set up a couple, I get very excited and things like that. That is exciting. Um, So those are the types of things that people know about it from me, Uh, of course, in a, in a, conversation like this as well Uh, but basically that's how it developed that people just kept coming and I I established it as you know what I do you know my profession and I'm an educator which has stayed with me the entire time meaning I that's who I am and I for me the couple the individual has to be happy and the couple both, both obviously both individuals and couple but because I meet with each of them then I get to know from each of them how they're feeling phenomenal concept and um, I get to guide them if they need, but we're friends. It's like it's nice. It's a nice um, environment for each person. They they appreciate the personalization, boutique style. I like to say of setting people up, and um, I'm in touch with them throughout the dating process. Uh, you know, just to make sure that they're they're enjoying it. You know, that they're happy in this in you know dating. And if they're not, then why? And I want to make sure that that clears up if they want to continue dating you know otherwise I'll take couples apart literally and make sure they don't get married and wow. of course but that's what that but they want I've done that well like wh- why you know would you like to go out again yeah it's okay you know okay at seventh to eighth date already that's like not for me so oh. it's uh meaning right. there's no there's no point we want them to be happy excited and, and love in the sense of really wanting that so that's that's my style
0: that's so important. It's, it's amazing that you were able to keep uh, who you are as an educator. You know, you said that you were an educator in day school, so you've been a teacher. It's just maybe the subject matter that you're teaching now is different than what yes. you taught before. But it's so yes. important. And you went back also to get education about yes. college teaching and how to interact with engaged couples and with you know couples that are dating. So it's so important that you're doing that. Really, you're providing an amazing service for others. Yes. Thank you. Yes,
1: it really is. Thank God. People are, are happy with it. And overall, I mean, when it works for them, you I know, mean, of course, for sure. <laughs> 100% if, if for a hundred percent for sure. Meeting, meaning that I'm listening to them and I'm not going to set them up with random people, you know, so that's also important.
0: So it's a positive environment. Very important. Yeah. Yes. And I know one of the, um, one very important aspect of relationship that you help couples to develop is communication skills. Super, super important men and women tend to have different styles of conveying information to each other. And I wanted to see if maybe you could share with us some helpful tips on what women specifically can do to effectively communicate with their boyfriends or husbands. Okay, so this is really sensitive topic, I think, because like you, you
1: specif- you're specifying the women specifically. Yes, I think it starts with the foundation of the attitude. Okay, it's my attitude towards my spouse, and the communication I want to give, right? So it's it's a it's, you know, we're talking about a couple who dated and wanted to get married because I'm hoping that they really are, you know, have a lot of chemistry if you ask. What is chemistry? Then of course, you know, it depends on who answers first. So if the man answers first, you know, it might be a physical chemistry. And of course the woman will also, but then the emotional. Yes. Sometimes it, it goes in a different pattern, but for a woman, it's more often emotionally connecting and then physically connecting, meaning that's like just physically like physiological, biological. So um, and then they grow and they, they, they depend on each other. It's like a spiraling up, I call it right? So where, where, if, if there's physical attraction for the guy, then there becomes the emotional attraction. And if she's emotionally attracted and they're interested in the conversation, then it becomes a physical attraction or, or naturally it could be a physical attraction first. I'm not saying that it can't, but right. it, that's that they feed off of each other. Yes. Okay. So if I'm hoping that those engaged couples, right, that they really want to be getting married and they really like each other for both, you know, having great conversations, connecting, and also having that romance. So being that they have that in the dating, uh, the best, most healthy way of doing this, and this all deals with your question about communication skills, yes. okay, is that they, if they continue this spiraling up, constantly building that foundation in every single second of every single day, okay? So if they are in... in um, building that love for each other. And that really, they're grateful for each other that she says, you you asked me about the woman towards the man. So I'm going to, I'm going to relate to that right now, where she says, wow, he's amazing. I'm so grateful to have him as my husband. And what can I do for him in my mind kind of concept? Now, obviously, we all need like, we're practical every day. Oh, my gosh, I have to make it to this meeting on time, I have to get to work, I have to do this. Right? So obviously, you have that idealism and you have practical every day but how can we bring those together right yes so I think that that's what everybody wants to know exactly <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that the concept has to be there that you want to convey my message with appreciation with gratefulness in my mind about who I'm speaking to is the most important person in the world to me very important they're the me. most important person in the world to me Key. And that I love him and I am so grateful for him. So the way I'm going to speak to him is going to be of, of of a certain manner that it's, that it's showing the appreciation and not like speaking down condescendingly, you know, not, not yelling at, right. It's, it's being uh, embracing our relationship in our everywhere. So it could be that I'm frantic to get somewhere. I, you know, I have to get the computer set up. And what happens to me that my husband wasn't here at that moment it was about my son getting back the the, the cord, you know. So it, it's, um, I have this, you know, making sure that the person knows I have this meeting today, and I, I, and and if it's okay, I would. Is it okay if I use this this uh, stream today? You know, this this room, and you know, however it is, but to convey it in, these are the things that I need, and is it okay, or or um, would you mind helping me with this and and in, in the sense of of showing like speaking nicely and appreciatively, even if I'm in a frantic mode, if I'm nervous, if I'm anxious. And so I think that it's the attitude and how I speak that, and with the smile, even like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm nervous or I'm excited about something or, oh my gosh, I'm so nervous about this. But, it, you know, and thank you so much for for dealing with how I'm feeling today. You know, it's it's constantly keeping the um, the connection. It's it's you know together and also the eye contact. Yeah the eye contact that's the connection. You're connecting two souls together. And if you know, if you're you're getting your eyes, you have no connection, right? So you're talking straight to your spouse, hopefully with a smile, because you know, it's a more pleasant moment and not frantic about something. And 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 it's the flirtatious. This is why I brought up the romantic um connection and the emotional connection because that romance needs to be there not just in the bedroom it has to be there in our interactions every single day it has to be you know um you know you you know who i got a call from today like you're not gonna believe you know like even if if you know whether it's a good thing or it's a you know a neutral thing um you know how many more days till our vacation together? You know, like like trying to or a date night. Like, what, would you like to go out for a date night? And speaking and using the smile, using the eye contact, and and hinting towards the romantic part of our connection. You know, it's it's a really important piece. Um, which you know, like I, I think that the idea is not to abuse um, the the communication skills like to use it in a negative when we're in the heart like the most anxious parts of our day yeah and to know how to like to somewhat you know use i statements to say you know i'm nervous i am you know running late i am those i statements are really really important instead of you didn't do the dishes so now i have to do them and now i'm going to be late that's a whole different kind of way of speaking and then the person you know the husband, it doesn't feel so good, <laughs> right? And oh, then, exactly, for sure. <laughs> neither would the wife, right? right? If the husband spoke to the wife that way, it wouldn't work either. 100, and so, right? So, these are just some examples. Um, in fact, the and in Hilchot that um, I think this is um, Rev says this. I'm quoting, I think, Rabbi Rosner, who quotes Rev Schechter, uh, about chibor, chibor really is about um, you know, sexual connection and the concept of passing um, items, you know, from husband to wife during nida, like he can't, you know, or, I mean, to, to Rabbanu, okay. So like, like they shouldn't be passing. Now the question um, of something directly, question is why, you know, if you go to a store and you pass money, you know, from the cashier who's a man to the woman, there's no halacha that she can't when she's in Niza. Right. So one of the most beautiful things I learned and I teach is this concept that there's something called chibur, that, that, it, that it, it is more sensitive from the man, the husband and wife, because it should be that every connection that they have should have that sensuous connection. That anytime I pass something to my husband, it should be romantic. It should be seductive. It should be that it
0: feels special. That's very deep. That really is. That's something like yeah. that's, a, that's such a nugget. It really is. Yes and that is why we
1: accentuate not passing even though it's hard of course it's hard and we don't want anyone else to see that we're not passing things to each other of course but the beauty is when you go to a woman goes to mikvah you know then then immediately they can touch or they can pass things it's so much more special it's so beautiful and they're like a young couple who now can touch each other which is like a whole or pass things to each other which feels very different than a couple who just you know passes things all the time, even during Nizza, which I'm not, I'm not judging people. I'm just saying that it shows the beauty, the magic of halacha, um, understanding this. And I think that it's powerful, this concept of chibor, that yeah, it doesn't matter about the cashier. There's no, there's nothing there, right? So you can pass things. It's not like we touch them, but like it's like we pass things, that's fine. So um, I just think it's so powerful and so beautiful, but it's that same concept that I said about appreciating our spouse. It's about being grateful. It's treating them special. It's trying not to speak and it's trying to, yes, speak in a beautiful way, trying to, even if we're nervous and you know, anxious, that we, that, that we speak properly and in and, and a way that's positive.
0: Very, very nice. And I just want to clarify um just one little thing, just for people who might not be um who might not be clear on Taharas Mish the family laws of purity. I just wanted to just briefly, without going into any of it, um just say um so when a couple is married and the woman has her period, she's not supposed to touch her husband, like physically touch her husband. And also, as Robinson Daniela was saying, she's not allowed to pass anything to her husband. So I just want to clarify that. So When she has her period, she's not allowed to do that. But once she goes, once her period is over, she waits seven days, she goes to the mikvah, then she can come, she comes home and then she can touch her husband and then she could pass things um, to her husband. And uh, what Rebiz and Danielle was saying was it makes it so, so special when a couple who, who, you know, can't touch for a certain part of the month and can't pass things to each other for a certain part of the month. And then they can, then there comes a point after she comes back from the mikvah that they can. It just makes that connection almost electric when they do touch and when they do pass things to each other. It's just a very, very special thing.
1: Yes. So. And it's just showing it, it's emphasizing the beauty of yes. these laws, which seem like, oh, it's strict, but really it's special for the marriage. That's that's the point. Right. Like it keeps you, the fire like you, going. You emphasized it. Yes. You emphasized it also. I'm just I'm just re-emphasizing it because it yes. sounds negative, but it really isn't. It's really a gift to the couple.
0: A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And um, another thing that's very important is relationship building skills. I mean, there's another important aspect in creating a lasting bond between a man and a woman. And it's not just enough to be in a relationship. You have to constantly cultivate and grow the relationship so that it develops and lasts long term, especially in a marriage. And I want to see if you could tell us what are some essential must have relationship building skills that you can share with us. Right. So
1: other than, of course, you know, this big picture concept, which I think is the key, you know, John Gottman speaks about it, of course, and he's one of the, you know, major marriage educators, psychotherapists or whatever he is. Um, And also he has other concepts of, let's say, love bank. He talks about this concept of, you know, putting coins into your bank account. Yeah. Right. So it's a love bank account. And what, I, I think it's just brilliant because I'm saying, you know, talking nicely, smiling, eye contact, a nice note, right? That you, you know, I'm looking forward or thank you so much or happy birthday or happy, have a happy day kind of note. Each one of those things is a coin in your love bank and you just keep on depositing coins. Why not, right? you just like, you want a gorgeous, beautiful relationship forever, right? You yes. Know, you want to continue being that dating couple. You don't want it to be the, Oh yeah. You know, like that kind of marriage. You want it to be an exciting, beautiful, magical, um, marriage. Yes. And it starts all at the beginning, but it could start anytime. You, you know, everybody can put their minds to it and start. Um, so what he says, and here's the math, right? So anytime someone slips up, has a hard day, you know, I I would like to say that it doesn't really happen so much when you have these muscles working of all these things, but of course we're human, we're just human. Okay. So if something happens that's negative, then take out five of those coins. If your bank account is so full of coins, so many coins, you take out five coins, it's not gonna make a difference. But if you are constantly putting in one, two, three, four, five, and then taking out five, it's empty. Yes, yes. So we need to just keep on filling it with good. Just keep like tov, you know. Keep on doing asur me ravi tov. you know. You just tov means doing good, and then sur ra is like going away from bad. So that's a concept uh, in in a, like a pasuk. It's a verse. So so the idea switch it is to have tov do good give, you know, give gifts, give smiles, go on dates, um, empty the dishwasher. Hey, I emptied the dishwasher. You <laughs> can say I emptied the dishwasher, right? Like you can say what you did. That was good. Um, I cleaned the car or I filled up gas, you know, like, uh, you know, I went to the store and I put away the groceries. <laughs> That's also a good one, you know? So, um, just like this everything you know I took care of take paying the bills Wow thank you so much for paying those bills I really appreciate it I went swimming I went to the gym thank you for going swimming thank you for going to the gym what why would someone say thank you well we do in our house because we're taking care of ourselves so we're there for a longer period of healthy time together please God right we're putting effort into it so we say thank you for going to the gym thank you for going swimming. Um, You know, so it's, it's the appreciation also is positive reinforcement. And I, and we all know positive reinforcement really, really means that it's going to happen again, right? Like if we are saying, thank you, they appreciate me. They don't, I'm not invisible. I am a someone and that my, you know, and saying, I love you. Say, I love you many times a day. Now some people are going to like roll their eyes. (laughs) Don't roll your eyes. Say, I love you many times a day
0: we all we all need to be seen and appreciated I really feel like we are, including our husbands, they need to be seen and appreciated, not just in our heads, but we have to communicate that to them. We have to make them feel loved and appreciated and seen and acknowledged for everything that they do for, like you said, for unloading the dishwasher, for doing the dishes. And I love what you said about, thank you for going to the gym. My husband actually likes to swim. That's his exercise. You know, everybody has my husband. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And I I go go to the gym. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I walk. My exercise is walk. I'm a long distance walker. Me too. (laughs) That's Great thank you it's amazing
1: what do you walk how much like what do you
0: do in the summer times i hike i have a little bit more time i go um hiking mountain climbing but now Mm -hmm. you know, during the school year when my kids are not in camp i just walk i I walk maybe like five miles five miles there five miles back you know depending on how much time i have so
1: love it love it i also do yeah
0: i just did the 10k in jerusalem oh my that's exciting very nice yeah Yeah. (laughs) yeah very
1: very good thank god so, um, yeah, I know. So I think
0: that, it, that we
1: value, you know, each other and sure. it's such a positive thing. Right. So why not say
0: thank you? Why not appreciate? I like that. I think that's very, very important because then the person is taking care of themselves so that they can do more for you. Yes. You know, so that yes. is a very, very interesting point. I like that. Thank um, you. But, you know, it's in it's inevitable, uh, uh, inevitable <laughs> that at some point during a relationship, a couple is going to argue or disagree about something. Sometimes it's a small thing, like, where should we go on vacation? But other times, the big thing, like, should we increase our observance of Judaism, you know, in a couple that's growing and learning, you know, maybe one of the partners wants to grow more and the other one doesn't, you know, it could be a really big uh, topic of disagreement in a relationship. And if it's not resolved properly, conflicts can lead to a breakup, God forbid, or a divorce. Um, please share some tips on what couples can do to resolve their disagreements without dissolving their relationship. Yes. Okay. So obviously each case is very different. Okay. So in each individual couple, so if they
1: came to speak to me, that would be different than maybe what I'm saying now. Right. But like, I'm just saying that in general, in general, Yes. What what I said in the very beginning, I say again here, if they are a couple who consistently has the romance as part of their relationship, then this type of thing will not break them up so fast. Okay, if they are in love with each other, they admire each other, they trust each other, they respect each other, and they like each other, right? So if they like each other, they love each other, it's going to be a very different story. Yes. For everything you just said, you know, conflict or uh, about where to go on vacation they want to just go on vacation to be together, right? Meaning a couple who really, really appreciates each other. So true. Sometimes one person wants to maybe go to Israel for um, a vacation. Another person wants to go to the Bahamas. Okay. So like, what do you do? So a couple that really loves each other, meaning... I know that it, it could be sticky here by saying this, because some people might say, yeah, but I still love each other, but I still want to go where I want to go. You know. <laughs> <Of> so, <course. laughs> yes. so what I would say is the concept of compromise, it's like saying, okay, let's look at the calendar And in 2021, we're going to go to, you know, we can go where you want to go. You know, that's fine. I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy to go to the Bahamas because that's where, or Israel, wherever that's where you want to go. And I am happy, but would it be okay if we also go to the other place you know in 2022 you know and then it's on the calendar and it's with love like there's that love and and and, and connection you're you instead of breaking each other apart because why would they want to if they really like each other you know it just doesn't make sense um but that's because they built it from the beginning right? Like, like building this foundation is a daily process, right? It's saying that they're the most important person to you by saying, I love you and I appreciate you and, and, and endearment because they really care and they really are connected. So it's not going to break up in the same way if they start with this in the beginning. Now, obviously a couple who picks this up in like their fifth year of marriage. So it's a muscle. It has to be work. Just like we go to walk every, you know, a lot. And I do, you know, and reps at the gym, those are muscles. We still have to make them stronger and stronger and stronger. It's smiling. Smiling wherever you go is not an easy thing to do, but the more you work at it and, you know, sometimes we don't feel like smiling, but we force ourselves to smile in my dating course on my website. You know, I talk about smiling and I've done a lot of research on it and it really does make you a happier person if you force yourself to smile. I
0: heard that. Yes. Yes.
1: Like they they did an experiment. I don't remember who did the experiment with the pencil, like they put a pencil in, in these people's mouth. It. like they oh, put yes. a pencil there and then it mimics the the all of the endorphins etc that goes on in the mo- in the body and and that really shows that they are happier people um whatever research shows. yeah and that's just one of 20 like 23 things that I have as like you know, additional reasons to smile, (laughs) the benefits of smiling. Um, But the concept is that if you do this every day in your, in your couplehood, you know, in your marriage in your dating, then you're going to get really good, strong at it. So when the harder times come along, you already have strong muscles. Okay. You have strong communication muscles. So let's say for example, that one person wants to become more religious. Okay, Um, I have this with daters, you know, like I have daters who, you know, I'm setting up one of my VIPs now and and we're discussing the levels, the varying levels of religious that he would be willing to go out with. He's not religious and he would be willing or interested, even, you know, if someone wants to do just Friday night, um, you know, Friday night dinner, you know, or eat kosher at home. But, you know, some varying amounts outside the home, you know, so so we're discussing all these levels. But if they have that chemistry, then this will work, you know, it'll be fine, it'll be great, you know, but if there's, and I also have another, uh, you know, another couple actually going on another date where there are varying levels of religious, it can work if there's the chemistry, if they, if they admire each other and whatever. So, so if they, if they really have that beautiful connection, they're going to have compromises or, or um, like, you know, okay, fine. So yes, let's, let's start going to synagogue or let's start doing kosher at home. This is not easy for me. Like that's something that a person can say. It's not easy for me, but I am, in, I'm open to trying it. Right. I, I, I'm happy to see how this can work in our lives together. And, and just please understand this is not going to be easy for me. Okay, like like in other words, that the other person, it's important for them to see. Like I'll give you another example actually that can be daily for women. When the husband when they have little kids and the husband, which she wants a guy who goes to minion, she wants a guy who goes to Shul three times a day. And when she's dating and then, you know, like, you know, so whatever. So um, married women, you know, who have little babies. It's not so easy when the, when they're alone all the time with the little baby, right? Yes. It's, and they love their little baby. <laughs> and they might have other little children around too. I, I have seven kids, so I know this. Um, and um, it's not easy when they're racing out at 4 p.m. when it's crazy time with all the kids needing dinner and everything like that. So a really great tip, I like to say is it, you're going in on this because you want it and 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 you want it together, like like this is the lifestyle that you want. Um, but it still doesn't make it easy. So saying something like, I just not at the time of crazies, like 4 PM when he's running out, but like at a different time, you know, I just want to express that it's really hard for me and it's frustrating for me when it, it's, it's like the kids all need help and, the, and then you write out to shul and I'm so proud of you for going to shul and I appreciate you go to shul synagogue to, to pray because that's like a value we both share. It's like a, yeah. a foundational value, but it's hard for me. I have to say it's really hard for me, but I just want to let you know. So he then will know, how else would he know? He's not a mind reader, right? So he might see, someone might say, oh, but he should know, he should see, you're right. Maybe he should, but also we have to express ourselves. Otherwise, how are they going to know? We have to communicate. Yes. So what I would suggest is his reaction, maybe men who are watching this mm-hmm. um, or, uh, or for the woman to tell him, maybe something like, maybe I know you might be in your work day because my husband works from home. So like some people's husbands who work from home now with Zoom and, you know, with, with Corona, et cetera, for they sure. might, people might be working at home. Yeah. Um, that he might now pay attention, what he can do before he leaves, maybe during his lunch break earlier in the day, maybe to make it a little easier for her, or to take the kids a little later after he's done with his work day, and say, you know what, I know it was a hard time for you today. That was harder for you, but let me let me do this because I know I want to give you a little bit of a break.
0: That's so nice. That's beautiful. I th- yeah, it's it's a compromise. It's a working together. It's a communication of um, of her desires of her needs without squashing her husband's needs I think it's beautiful it's a really good way of working together in a marriage and and, you know and even when you're dating yeah yeah sure
1: and not and not yelling at the other person I can't believe you're going to synagogue because like like what is that like we agreed uh, it doesn't make sense but when you speak about it later you know or even when he's racing out Thank you. You know, I I'm, I hope it's okay. Obviously, if it's a crazy something, an emergency, <laughs> and then he doesn't go to school. Like, okay, you know, fine. Right. You know, but I'm saying on a daily basis, you know, uh, that he can even just give that eye contact of, I love you and
0: thank you. Like, that means right. so much. Right. Right. No, for sure. 100%. 100%. Um, so I love inspiring success stories. I love them. And I was wondering if maybe you could please share one or two stories about a single person who is looking for the right one or maybe a couple you have worked with who went through a conflict, but resolved it and are now happily married. Just something inspiring. I had
1: recently a very inspiring story. I was sitting by, at, a, at a chuppah that I was invited to and the story behind the, the guy was that he came to meet with me for dating and mentoring. And he was in a situation and a, in a relationship that through, of course, conversation and, you know, him saying how he feels and obviously a lot that goes on in a dating mentoring session, um, made, I, I, I helped him understand why he came to me was like, that he wasn't, feel, he was feeling uneasy about it. And I, I, agree, I agreed, you know, like I was I helped guide him. I don't want to make it sound like I told him. So I didn't tell him it, it was a guiding process mm-hmm. where basically this was not a healthy relationship. And so I was very happy that a few weeks later he did end the relationship with her. And then a few weeks, months, whatever later, he came to meet with me and he, we were talking about his, you know, dating situation that he was in. And there were some things that you know I helped guide him with. And I also said, well, this one really, really does look like like he was excited about her, and he was interested in her. And it was very clear to me because I do this all the time, you know, relationships and making sure that people are happy together and really understanding how people are feeling when they're speaking. So it's like a physical therapist for relationships, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, detecting, yes. you know, like, all that. so, um, and I'm like, and I think that this one, you know, is, has potential if you're, everything else checks out. And um, they're happily married today. So, thank God. It's amazing. And, and the reason I bring this specific case up, not only that it's, you know, within the last year, let's just say, I don't want to give a specific time for people to figure out who it is. Um, but that's one reason. But the other reason to me, it was such a It's it's a divine providence story because people sometimes feel, my gosh, if I get out of this relationship, then will I ever find somebody? Will I ever get married? Will I ever, you know, meet the right one for me? Will I ever meet somebody better, you know? And then I'm I'm getting the chills because it's so beautiful. It's so, it's so divine that then when he meets his wife and he's happy, he likes her. He loves her. He feels happy like his body feels happy, like he's not like in that, you know, naughty feeling in his stomach, you know, of uh, something's wrong here. That's a very dangerous place to be. So, um, and he didn't understand it. He didn't understand why he's feeling this because everything, you know, she checks all those boxes, right. But like, it just, it doesn't matter. It has long as it's that chemistry that we go back to square one with the ways to discuss that has to be there that not just he had the chemistry, but like what I mean in terms of attraction, but what I mean is the chemistry of everything working together, you know, so um, the attraction, the emotional connection, et cetera. So, and nothing bothering you. Like there's something, there's something bothering you and it hinders it to be a positive relationship, healthy relationship. So um, I think that that's such a, 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 one of the most inspiring stories because I got to see full circle. Yes. I had to see full circle and they are so sweet and happily married. And I know they're happily married. I know when I know things, I know they really are.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's know? so nice. So, it's very, I'm so happy for them.
1: Yeah. So that's one story. Another one is my, one of my couples who I set up, uh, he was 39 when he came to meet with me and she was 41 um, when I set them up wow. and I asked him about age and he was very happy and you know, like to it didn't matter to him the age range. And they're happily married today. And that's one of my couples, but I find that inspiring because you asked me like a specific person who may not have, you know, felt like they're ever going to get married because she was yes. in shock. Yes. She in shock. She couldn't believe I remembered her. I'm like, of course I remember you. It's like yesterday, but it was like three years before that I met her. But to me, it's like yesterday, right. you know, so it's, a, you know, it just seemed like a good idea, you know, so it's, um, and it is, thank God. So it's
0: inspiring. I have so many great stories. I can keep oh. you here for like months. <laughs> well, wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's perfect. That's that's really perfect. I really appreciate you sharing those stories with us and the tips. And thank you so much, Rabbits and Daniela, for taking the time to join us on America's Top Rabbits. And we very, My very pleasure. much appreciate you being here. Um, may My the pleasure. Maybe this class be for Rufu Shalima, for Tehila Bat Yehudi, and also for Leah, Leah Tobia Ben Haya Ashna. And if anyone has any questions or comments about the podcast, or if anyone would like to sponsor a future podcast, please email us at at gmail.com. That's A-T-R-E-B-B-E-T-Z-I-N-S at gmail.com. Thank you so much.
1: My pleasure.
0: Take care, Vera. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet
1: you. You're Thank awesome. You. You're doing amazing things. <laughs> Thank you.